Hello, church, and welcome back to the H2O and Friends podcast. We are so glad that you are listening today, wherever you might be at, whether you're driving or going on a run or sitting in your living room, maybe you're grilling some steaks because it's now finally nice uh, Mm. outside here in Ohio. We are happy that you guys uh, have decided to tune in and uh, join us here. So welcome to the show. My name is Brooke. And I'm Brian. And Brian, this weekend, it is Memorial Day weekend, and I had to turn on, well, first, first, my roommate and I installed <laughs> two, two air conditioning units. What? Our, our apartment, our apartment doesn't have air conditioning, so we have um, two window units. You don't have like and central air conditioning. No, not okay. central air conditioning, yeah, yeah. but we have, we have units for days. Um, thankfully our apartment's pretty small. So like the air circulates well, but, yeah, yeah. uh, we installed them and then we were kind of waiting to maybe turn them on. And then it finally just got warm enough to where we, yeah. we just had to throw them on. And, and now it's that time we've hit that point. I think sometimes we try to like hold out until June or something like that. But then I'm like, no, it's Memorial day weekend. It's, oh, yeah. it's just historically warm. We, <laughs> so, um, whoa, I about to, so. I play with an old guitar tuner. That's what I fidget with while while oh, we okay. uh, while we record. But I um, so we bought a house about three years ago, and it did not have central air conditioning. And the first year in our house, Eleanor was you know just a wee wee baby, and did not you know she. Well, even still to this day, she doesn't really care what the temperature is. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, (laughs) I'm cozy. You know, whatever. Uh, Another reason why your child is uh, just perfect. She's the best. Yeah. In the first year we were here in the house. So she had her room was upstairs. her, Her room is now downstairs. But her upstairs room in the heat of the summer we would have like a fan up there. You know, we tried our darndest to make sure she was nice and cool. It would get like 90 plus degrees up there while she was like taking a nap, taking a nap. And she would sleep just fine, probably because it was so stinking hot. Yeah. But after year one, we um, we inherited some money from um, Katie's grandmother and we decided to install central air conditioning and Ooh. it was just one of the best investments we have ever made <laughs> it is oh my lordy it makes Ooh. the house feel so nice because before we were doing like portable AC units like down in the living room and we had like one upstairs in our bedroom and it was like yeah it was fine but man central AC is so nice it's so nice and today so you had said uh memorial day my my father's rule with the air conditioning is memorial day you turn it on and veterans day you turn it off you know? veterans day do you mean labor day uh labor day yes i'm sorry i'm sorry i can't keep Look, November. I... i'm like bro if you got ac going into november in ohio i have questions <laughs> well maybe we're coming up on that i don't know you know with global warming and all that uh, but oh, i am gonna be honest yeah. i totally goof there and uh <laughs> i uh labor day. 
you know, uh, Memorial Day and Labor Day. You know, that was my father's mm-hmm. unofficial AC on, AC on. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're coming up on it here. And we do have our central AC running right now, um, mm-hmm. mostly in preparation for apparently tomorrow is supposed to be a scorcher of a day. So yeah. we're trying to kind of get the AC kickstarted ahead before, you know, tomorrow is a real you know, we're trying we're, we're trying to make sure the AC isn't like running for like six hours tomorrow, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're we're trying to do similar things here. The other crazy thing is like so my I drive um an older car, the air conditioning broke before I purchased it. <laughs> me, so me my, too. Me too. <laughs> my whole life in the summertime between my car and my apartment, it's just hot. And so sometimes I'll yeah. honestly opt to just ride my bike places because i'd rather just yeah. be hot but get the exercise out of it rather than just being hot like sitting in my car but all that can i wait brooke can said. i make a confession to you sure okay so i've been home all day today we've made steaks out on the grill today i have been all right look i don't want to make our church stumble <laughs> or anything like that i have been without shirt since 11 a.m. <laughs> on the Lord's Day. On the Lord's Day, Brian. On the, Lord, <laughs> on the Lord's Day. And, okay, wait, hold on. Okay, so, you know my beautiful wife, my beautiful pregnant wife? Yes. She was out shopping, okay? okay. And I'm, so we, we, Brooke, we've talked about how Big Trash Day is like a national holiday around here, right? <laughs> so weird, yeah. but yes. So my neck of the woods, like Southwest Kent, it's our it's our time for big trash. <laughs> so we so everyone has been putting their big trash out by the out by the out by the curb. We've got uh, like a big uh, ha- plastic house for Eleanor that she's only like gone into like twice a year. You know, whatever. It's disgusting. Mm. It's got to go. Oh, Re- replaced with a sand table. So there's that. Mm. Um, but we had a window AC unit that was functional but not cooling when we moved in. It was left here when we moved in. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so I finally I'm like, this thing has gotta go. It's gotta it's gotta get out of here. Okay. So okay. I'm grabbing this thing. And these things are heavy. It's like yeah. probably 50, 60 you know, 250 pounds. <laughs> that was a big jump there, Brian. Which is it? <laughs> and I'm hauling this thing to the curb. You know, I'm holding it and I'm like, oh, boom, oh, boom, oh, boom. You know, taking a step at a time. I've got my shirt off. I'm sweating. You know, I'm going after it. And there's this. <laughs> this is really, this is honestly really embarrassing. Um, there's a turquoise Jeep Wrangler that has been sitting here the whole time. And I'm just, you know, because what happens with big trash day is there are like, uh, hoarders or scrappers who drive around looking for stuff, you know, they're driving real slow. It kind of makes you feel weird. Like it's, it still makes you feel weird, but then you, I know I've thought had this thought. I'm like, Oh, 
oh, it's big trash day. It's less weird. <laughs> I feel less weird about yeah. driving slow in front of my house. Yeah, it's like... I'm, it's, it's still weird, but I'm like, oh, it's just big trash day. It, it's like a Mad Max thing where, like, people are, like, driving around, like, you know, oh, I could scrap that refrigerator and, you know, turn it in for... You know, whatever, whatever they turn me for. I don't know. It's a different life than I know. Traded him for some tools. So I'm hauling this window AC unit out to the curb. And simultaneously, this this woman who is, um, by all accounts, um, just a beautiful person, you know, just, you know, the Lord's creation, just very, you know, whatever, you know, a very, you know, it's fine. an, An attractive woman comes out of this uh turquoise jeep wrangler and she goes oh hey uh she goes (laughs) she goes hey uh i have a deposit for katie she said to drop it in the in the mailbox but can you just take it and i was like oh yeah that's fine and i said i'm sorry i'm like total trash right now It's the Lord's Day. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was just this guy sweating without his shirt on, hauling this window AC unit out to my curb. Oh my and this woman is just trying to pay a deposit on my wife's catering. And <laughs> it was just a totally bizarre moment. So I went inside, I put the money down, and I took a breather. And. <laughs> Like we got to reflect. <laughs> but uh, the thing that's insane is the 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 window AC unit. It's gone. I had it out there for like less than a half hour. Somebody grabbed it. And not surprised. I'm not surprised either. But I had seen like people stop. I, I saw three different people stop in front of our house yeah. only to go to like a, like a house like three doors down. I'm like, don't you want to take our... You know, our trash, our, our little tykes, uh, playhouse, you know, whatever. I don't know. Oh, man. Um, so I don't know. It's been hot. I've had my shirt off. I think I need to <laughs> repent somehow. I don't know. That's why. That's why we have the day off tomorrow, Brian. That's yeah. what it's for. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Where did that start? Oh, we just talked about how it's hot. Just like how any conversation between two people from the Midwest starts, we talk about the weather, but. Yeah. We cooked With steaks that. today. We cooked steaks. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, With that, we are going to go ahead and shift. Because, Brian, it's not just you and I here today. We have. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> we have the honor and privilege of hosting um, truly, truly your friend and mine, your coworker and mm. my coworker. You guys know her and love her. Julia Flower, welcome to the show. Julia. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Oh yes, my so happy to have you, Julia. Truly, I mean, if people listening don't already know, like, I think what I love about having you on the show is like the three of us here, we're just friends. Like, oh, yeah. It's truly yeah. H2O and friends every we're single just hanging episode. Out. We're just yeah. hanging out. It's the whole heart behind this whole show. Julia, what um do you have any good trash to contribute to Big Craft Day? <laughs> that we 
Oh gosh, I don't know. You know, I'm going to be honest. I've gotten takeout quite a couple times this week. <laughs> if you were to open my trash, you would see you would see some takeout in there. A couple different kinds of takeout. So where are we, where are we talking? Where's this takeout from? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is I important. went to uh, Bangkok Thai in Stowe. No, no, no. Where is this? Tell me about this. I've okay, not heard so, of this. Yes, it's on Darrow. And uh, it's on, so where the intersection of Darrow and Graham is, you keep going past that like large intersection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then it's on the right. I. What do you get there? What's your order? Okay. So I, it depends. It honestly depends on the day. They have, they have some good curry. I don't know about you guys, but I am a huge curry fan. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. They just got really good curry. That ignited. This is a throwback, but I mean, you and I have been to India together twice on mission yes. trips with H2O and um, back-to-back ministries. But that's where I feel like at least my love for curry ignited. Mm. And Amen. then I'm yes. just so glad that that has just carried on yes. since it, these trips. But yeah. It has only escalated. My love yes. has only increased for curry. Yes. And, so, God. Yeah. No, yeah. So they, they have good curry. They also have really good... Uh, like fried rice and oh. orange chicken. Oh my gosh, their oh, orange yeah. chicken mm. is really good. Oh yeah, I you tried to make different things there. I tried to make curry a couple of weeks ago, and it was just a disaster. Not, well, no. I wouldn't say a disaster. It just, it just wasn't as good as it could be. And it, and on, I mean, it was my first time doing it. Yes. You okay. know, yeah. and, you well, know, there's room for improvement, but it was just. Yeah. People who are making good curry, oh, the yeah. Lord shines his face <laughs> upon them. It's so good. Is that in like Romans or something? Like, yeah. Something <laughs> something like that, yeah. Something like that. What kind of curry did you try to make? Uh, it was a, oh, shoot. I forget. It was a, it was like, oh, it was like a vegetable curry with like lentils and... Yeah. Some other stuff. I don't remember <laughs> what the other stuff was, but it was mostly like um, lentils. I don't think, I think it was completely vegetarian. There was like lentils and some oh. like peppers and onions and it was fine. I don't think the vegetables were like as cooked down as they could have been. Mm. The lentils were fine, but like the vegetables just weren't quite soft enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could have been spicy. Honestly, also. yeah, it's it's a hit or miss when you make curry. I've tried a couple different kinds. I've made like a coconut curry, made a couple different chicken curries, and it's hard. I, you know, yeah. I have a lot of respect for people that can master making mm-hmm. curry. It's our, hard. Our friend Jenny Winter makes a good curry. Oh, from, from what oh, I from what yes. I understand. I, I, have, <laughs> I have tasted and seen, and I can say it is good. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's fun. You always kind of hit a point in your, like, in the quarantine rotation where it's like, I've just been cooking for so long. It's, mm. we're just, it's time for takeout. <laughs> like, oh, it's so true. Mm, and then you try to make your take your takeout, like, last across, like, two or three meals. Yep. And yep. It's always a stretch, but... Um, Julia would love to hear, yeah, speaking of, um, just these most recent times, would love to hear how you have been doing specifically just within, in the past month. I mean, we've seen 
we've seen a lot change this year, but I think we've even mm-hmm. seen a lot change circumstantially in regards to COVID, like within the past month. So mm-hmm. um, have you been throughout all of that? Have, um, yeah, have you been adjusting to these changes, I guess, or slowly? Yeah. love to hear how you're doing. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um, feels like emotions can kind of be a roller coaster. I think, you know, after the initial shock of COVID had passed, a lot of people got out of the, like, phase of panic mode and into this, like, okay, this kind of feels like I can get a routine now and this is fine. And other days where you're like, I'm going so stir crazy that <laughs> I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> and I feel like yeah, that has been true for me the last month. Um, definitely mm-hmm. moments of that. I think, and when I reflect so far on this um, COVID experience, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> what are we going to call this at the end of everything? You know, like when we just question. look back, like what's the umbrella term we're going to call this right, the whole right. thing? But yeah, yes. so looking back on it. Yeah, looking back, man, I, I just feel like the Lord has been good <laughs> to me mm-hmm. and um, have been so thankful for the circumstance that I'm in and the things that I can look at and just thank the Lord for. I think first of that, just being having a roommate, <laughs> like I yeah. cannot, cannot imagine living alone mm. uh, during this. And my heart just goes out to the people that are living alone and that are feeling that weight of loneliness. Um, yeah. I think I would have, yeah, I would have been in a tough spot if I lived alone. Um, yeah. I think having old Megan Enderly as my yes. roommate. I know uh, you have a great, you have a great roommate, mutual oh friend, pal. She is fantastic. Yeah. Um, that has been such a gift um, during this time because she's also working from home. And so just had, um, yeah, spending a lot of time together and just having a lot of fun and trying to make the best of the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been really thankful for that. And I think something that developed honestly pretty early on um in the quarantine for me that has is god carried out through Mm. the entirety so far is uh, a routine and not super concrete throughout my whole day but what has been really sweet is just time with the lord in the morning Mm. um i've developed this uh yeah just refreshing routine of whenever i wake up i turn on worship music and I open my Bible and start journaling uh, why, while also making coffee uh, for me and Megan. And that's like my favorite morning routine. Oh, that sounds so sweet. Yes. And it's, yeah. Yeah, so that's just been really good. And I think, again, you know, looking back on the last month, I've definitely had moments of, uh, again, just going stir crazy and Mm-hmm. being like all right I don't know how much longer I can do this yeah. <laughs> I'll simultaneously saying thank you Jesus for where I'm at and people in my life and I feel like you know I can I can get through this this will be okay <laughs> this yeah. is fine <laughs> so. yeah um we mention it on every single episode we've probably not every single episode but a lot of episodes we've had so far it's like just always holding the two things in tension um one thing that I I thought of while you were talking about like going through your routine and mm-hmm. reading in the word, I've actually just been invited recently to find rhythms of like adoration and adoring who mm-hmm. 
God is. That's been something that I've been introduced to and invited to do. Um, I think just really by the Holy spirit. Um, but I'd be curious, Julia, since you've developed this really sweet routine of, and sense the importance of being in scripture daily, what, what elements of God's character do you feel like you've been adoring lately? Mm. Yeah. yeah. As a result of just time spent with him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that question. Um, I think I've seen a lot of from parts of his character throughout this time that I've just been refreshed by. Um, I think knowing, and this sounds simple, right? But the profound truth of uh, the fact that Jesus is in control, that God is in control. And I think I've seen his strength come through in moments of weakness for me uh, throughout this quarantine where I can uh, just sense yeah, the Lord's strength being really evident um, where my strength is not evident <laughs> and yeah. just having to really depend on him. Um uh, and he's just faithful. I mean, you know, you read in scripture, like we can we can ask something of the Lord and he he wants to answer. Like he yeah. hears us and he wants to to answer. And I think I felt that um yeah, even throughout this quarantine as I'm in prayer or just wanting um yeah, to to be in communion with him and I ask him of things and, and he shows up and yeah. is faithful in that. And so I think yeah, again, his strength and his faithfulness have been two huge things that I've been uh, just witnessing throughout this quarantine. Mm-hmm. I feel so, like I can relate to that so much, Julia. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think. So uh, I, f- I feel like there's a for me personally, I don't want to speak for everyone else, but for me personally, there's like this temptation to make this whole period something profound just Mm. in and not to say that it shouldn't be something profound but there's this temptation to like um i don't know how else to say it other than there's this temptation for me to put the cart before the horse Mm. and to make this period something profound when maybe for me and for my life and for my relationship with the Lord, like maybe it isn't something profound. Maybe it's, Mm. maybe it's just this period of reveling in the Lord and, Mm. and just drawing, you know, this period of slowing down and, Mm. and hearing so closely and, and hearing so dearly, you know, the things that he wants to say to me, like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, just, um, you know, these simple truths of like what you said, I, you you know, I am, I am in control and, um, these truths of maybe my primary mission field right now is my family and is, um, you know, maybe my primary role as a missionary and a emissary of, the gospel is to be that for my family right now and mm, to yeah. slow down and to not worry so much about the, the, um, you know, what I'm going to wear on a Sunday morning while I play guitar <laughs> or to yeah. worry about, you know, what profound thing I'm going to make up and say at staff meeting or at a band practice <laughs> or, you know, not, not that those things are bad, but, 
I don't know. Maybe this whole time is just a moment to just slow down and Mm -hmm. to be not profound and to be not. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. I I would love to speak into that because I've seen that be true. I've even, man, in the last month, I can share this too. Like, I am getting back into the the grind of support raising. And for all oh. you support based missionaries out there, you know, Amen. you know, yes. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think I a little backstory. Actually, on Mother's Day, I um I called my mom, sweet old uh, Gina Flower, Gina. <laughs> wish her a happy mother's day and it turned into me crying for like 30 minutes uh, because she asked me the simple question how are you and I was like oh here come the tears because that feels that feels like such an epitome of a mother's day phone call like you call your mom (laughs) in hopes of just celebrating her and talking about her but moms and their selfless nature are like but my offspring, how are you? And then it turns into like, and yes. it, that's what Mother's Day is all about, is like the nurturing that your mom brings to you. I oh I love that. Totally. And so she's, you know, asking me questions and, and why I'm a hot mess. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I, in that, that specific day, just felt overwhelmed by, uh, yeah, support raising and just what I have to do. And um, she brought me back to this truth of uh, it's so it's so not about what how we can perform or what we can do. It's about how we can watch Jesus be faithful and we can be obedient walking mm-hmm. in his will. But he shows us his goodness mm-hmm. and he wants to do the work on our behalf. Like, yeah. It's not about how well I can perform or oh. Uh, if I'm making phone calls, making sure I don't stumble over my words or, you know, having the perfect script or whatever that looks like, that's not the case. It's, you know, allowing people to come on this journey with me and be part of what God is doing. It's so much more about the Lord than it is about me. And obviously I knew that, but here being reminded of that because we're so forgetful because we're human and we're foolish. <laughs> and I think that truth of allowing Jesus um, to go before us, to not rush out ahead, not uh, be so quick to take control, but to say, trust and believe that God is faithful and he is good and he just wants us walk with him. And it's not about what we can do or how well we can perform. It's just walking with Jesus. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so Brian, I just love what you were saying about that. It doesn't have to be super profound, but just walking walking with the Lord and, and being, being present and seeing yeah. what the Lord has for you. It's, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's a sweet thing to walk with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That was, this just reminds me of a conversation that I had with um, some students last week on a zoom call because Julia, as you know, and Brian zoom calls are. Mm. Um, oh man. What a fun we... <laughs> part of life they are right now. Just yes, loving them. Much- as much as we can like hate and bash on Zoom calls, I have found myself to be thankful for them just because it mm. gives some essence of uh, just like face to face seeing people. Yeah, because but... what else do we have? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like 10, I'm just gonna start, 15 I'm years just... ago, what else do we have? You know, 
I'm going to get those disposable cameras to just start taking pictures of myself, <laughs> like just doing different quarantine activities oh, and, yes. and, uh, and mailing them to you guys. I miss no, those. I want yeah. them. So I was talking to some students and uh, this is a brief aside, but one thing that I have actually been really humbled by during this time, and this is, man, this feels like it'll just be hard to say, but I think it's so good. Sometimes when we approach our conversations, like, you know, all of us, we're staff members. Sometimes when we can approach our conversations with students, it feels like we have kind of like the more to bring, like we're, you know, we might have like more experience or we're like, you know, trained to do this, or we, this is like our job, but I have been completely surprised and humbled and thankful by how much I've actually been able to learn from my students and from, mm. um, I say my students, but I, I say that with pride because the, the people that I get to talk to on a regular basis, I'm like, they're mine. Like, I love them, but, um, <laughs> you guys, you know what I mean? That's, like our, yeah, yeah. our students collectively, but I have just learned so much from your, uh, um, your flock, my flock. Yeah. That's such a good way to put it. And whether it's like from one twelve time or just mm-hmm. a one-on-one phone call, or I'm zooming with, you know, three other gals, I have actually just been ministered to so much by them and mm-hmm. been encouraged by their faith. And that's the whole point of one twelve groups, right? Like Romans one twelve to be yes. mutually encouraged. Like mm-hmm. I love that it centers around that, but Anyway, all that being said, something so good, such a good reminder that one of my students said uh, was the truth that like God does not waste anything. And Mm. whether we feel like pressure to make this really profound or not, or to like, you know, kind of feeling anxious about going back into support racing and like, what can we do to contribute? Like nothing that happens is going to be wasted because God Mm. doesn't waste um, things with like his children, his people, it's like, mm-hmm. um, also brings me back to, I think it's Psalm 89, but it talks about, you know, it's a classic, like, uh, support raising Bible verse, but it talks about, um, like the heavens are yours. The earth is also yours, the world and all that is in it. You have found it. It belongs to the Lord. And mm-hmm. so she just saying that like, nothing here is, is wasted. And it's, I, I don't know. She, her saying that just was super encouraging to me to just remind of like, even in like the mundane middle minutes of quarantine, mm. those are not like wasted by the Lord. Sorry. So I just appreciate, um, because yeah, even in that like slow time, like you said, you were be able to like find space for a routine and mm-hmm. learn more about the Lord. But yeah. Um, Joy, how have your times with students been? <laughs> Good, yeah. I learning from them. They're so yeah, great. learning from them. Seriously. I think I've been really thankful. Uh, shout out to Tri Towers girls <laughs> with my yes. small group. Uh, have felt really similar, Brooke, as to what you were saying of being mutually encouraged, which is the whole point of it's the whole point. <laughs> it's literally the whole point. Oh man, we're on all <laughs> level playing ground here. Yes, yes. But and I think I have also been super encouraged by them and it is so sweet the reality that again we're all separated right now we're in our own homes and doing our own thing but we all are interacting with the same God I love that he is so Mm -hmm. specific and personal to each of us that we can experience him in different ways but again is personal to each of us and I think Mm -hmm. I've really encouraged by that talking to my 
uh, students, my flock, <laughs> about <laughs> um, ways that they've been connecting with the Lord that I get to say, like, man, like, I love that Jesus is connecting with you in that way and that I get to be encouraged by that. Um, yeah. It's just been really sweet. I think I totally agree that nothing is wasted and even this whole quarantine that can feel frustrating sometimes, like the Lord wants to move. We just have to let him. (laughs) You have to give him space to move and wants to show up and be people. So I, uh, I think it's easy for, I had a, I had a thought while, um, while you Brooke and you Julia were talking, it is easy for us as staffers and, people who are, I mean, by all accounts, we're the ones leading our church, right? You know, we're the ones who are leading life groups, leading, for me, I'm leading production team. I'm leading a, uh, a band in the music team. And I think it's easy for, it's easy for me to, to have this attitude of like, I am the guru, you know, dispensing <laughs> all this information to you or, you know, I've got it all together. And that is just absolute uh, bull crap. Baloney. It's baloney. Garbage. It's, it's it, garbage. It's garbage. It's stupid. <laughs> and, big trash day. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> you know, I've been doing, I don't know how long I've been on staff with H2O, but the more and more I go through, through all this, the more and more I learned that one, I, um, I, I know far less than what I thought and (laughs) I am an authority on far less than what I thought. Amen. And I think, I, I think there's something to, I think there's some form of leadership that comes from that that I see in you, Brooke, and I see in you, Julia, in the, in, in that, um, you, um, you're both beautiful women of the Lord who just lead our church from this stance of on your knees. And, and, and I, I hope that I'm the same way too, you know, on, on our knees and just, we have our hands open to the Lord Mm -hmm. and what, he has to say to us and um it's not this thing where it's like we have this you know divine direction that the lord is leading us and you know that kind of happens sometimes but for me personally a lot of it is just i don't know i'm just trying to be really humble and just mm. what are you speaking to me in this moment lord you know that that kind of mm. thing and blessed, um, blessed are the meek for their for they shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. We just heard a um uh, a whole teaching on the Beatitudes today. Yes. I feel like this yes. all just ties in really well. Oh. Like, yeah. Sorry, I just no that well that's a point of tension too. Is like is <laughs> you hear that and you go. And you want to try and be that, but if you're, you know, if you're like, oh, that's me, <laughs> you know, like, what's the yeah. tension there? Like, right. you know, like, if you're like, oh, that's me, you know, all of a sudden you're kind of not that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
That was good. I'm sorry. I feel like I derailed us, but oh, I just, I just want to point out that you, Brooke, and you, Julia, you guys are just leaders in our church, and you're kind of these boots on the ground type personalities and boots on the ground leaders in our church who, um, you do, um, you kind of have these moments that are, it it feels, you know, like, Oh, just, I'm leading a life group or coaching a life group on, you know, for a Thursday night. And Mm -hmm. it's really difficult or, you know, people aren't responding the way I thought they would, you know, yeah. That stuff is important. And mm-hmm. I think um I in the years I've been doing this, I've seen that man, it's just insane to think that there are moments where you're you know, you're thinking to yourself there is no way the Lord is a part of this or this is awkward <laughs> or there is <laughs> this oh, is man. dumb <laughs> and the Lord's in that. I don't know. No, thanks for saying that, Brian. I, Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. Cause again, the same, same can be said for you. I love the whole like attitude of excitement and zeal behind like production. It's such a quote unquote behind the scenes thing, but it's, it's so, it's just so good. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just encourages like, man, I just want a worship gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Worship gathering so bad because oh, man. the word like, get an like, amen. A worship yeah. gathering. I always tell our 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 production volunteers that they stand on the shoulders of production volunteers. And yes. oh, wow, we just love doing what we do, but we haven't been able to do it for a while. Come on. Oh my yeah. H2O right. worship gatherings would not be H2O worship gatherings without the production team. Yeah, with I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have also been, um, yeah, just like really longing for like communal gathering. Uh, but again, it's, it's, it's like this tension. I've also kind of felt this like, um, I guess like point of conviction too. But because these things can, I feel like I can feel these things at the same time. Like I really long to be gathered together. Like I long to be standing in Bowman and watching Julia lead worship while Brian mm. like plays drums or guitar, like in the black skinny jeans, the desert boots, whatever he's decided. <laughs> <laughs> I, I long stones, like, yes. baby. <laughs> um, I long to see like our whole group gathered together, but then there's another side of me that still feels like this has actually just been a good reminder that the the building, the church building was never the best part of us. Like mm-hmm. we are the best because, um, they're the best part of us. Sorry. Uh, we're not the best blessed with the beak, but <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best thing about the church is that we are Christ's bride and it, that mm. still happens outside of, of a building and outside of worship. So again, I kind of have just been feeling this tension of like, I want to, be the church and we still can be the church during these times. And I, I believe that we have been able to be the church like outside of a building and outside of um, like structures that we have in place and still at the same time feeling like I do just want to walk into Bowman hall and look around and see my friends right. <laughs> and be able to like lift yeah. up one voice. Oh. So I don't know if you guys have been feeling similar tensions, but it's just like, 
yeah, I've just felt um, spurred on to be like, yes, we're still given an opportunity to be the church right now, but man, I still cannot wait to be together as one. Really? I think, you know, we want to hope that the things that each of us are learning in quarantine will carry when we do come back together, that we would love each other more deeply than we did before or serve more selflessly or, you know, whatever that looks like. I hope and pray that when we are able to gather together that we don't forget about this time, but choose to, like, use what we've learned from it to grow in community and love for one another. Mm, Yeah. Can I, um, can I share a story? (laughs) Yeah. So Brooke, you had mentioned that, you know, in this time we're kind of meant to be the, we are like us as a church, we are the bride of Christ. Mm. And, um, that scenario, that like whole picture was never, it has not been as clear to me as it was on my wedding day. Mm. So strap strap in here. This is all right. Do I need a box of tissue? No, Maybe. I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> it's so this is this is as sappy as it gets, but it's also true and reality. And um, for me, the Brooke, what you had said that you know our church is the bride of Christ. It had it had not clicked for me, and it had not been as clear to me as it was for my wedding day. And it, uh, I can still remember in my head, I can still see it so clearly in my church, uh, First United Methodist Church of uh, Wapakoneta, Ohio, mm-hmm. watching my bride, Katie, Katie uh, at the time, Katie Rowland, um, <laughs> you know, they open the doors and she walks down the aisle and I am just a wreck. I see her and I'm like, I'm not just crying. Right. So like I'm emotional. I'm, you know, I'm, is I'm not just crying. Yeah, I'm not just crying. I'm like weeping. Like Mm. I am uh, wiping tears from my eye with my suit jacket. Like, um, you know, stuff is coming out of my nose. You know, I'm like, it's, it's gross. It's disgusting by all accounts. I'm a man standing in front of a whole church, just ugly, crying, ugly, weeping, just disgusting. Mm. And I'm so thankful for that moment, even though I was extremely vulnerable and maybe slightly ashamed um of that situation but also it is still to this day just a beautiful reminder of the way that i reacted and the way that i saw my my wife and my bride just even like one percent of that that is how jesus and that's how god feels about us Mm. and you know, he sees us walking down the aisle yeah. and he is just weeping and thankful mm-hmm. and glad. It's beautiful. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I nope. Don't be sorry. Don't apologize. <laughs> Thanks me. for sharing that, Brian. Yeah. And, so good. and something that I thought of too, just to even bring it back, is like the that feeling of like, yeah, just like love and um, like adoration for like that the Lord has for us is true, even in like our yeah. worst times, like oh, even in our yes. worst moments too. Yeah. Like he only just longs for his children to like repent, to like turn to him, to come to him, to, yeah. to love him, to like, mm. like spend time in devotion with him. And I, I can't remember if this is something that we've talked about on a previous episode, but it also just reminds me of like, again, that feeling when we do get to gather together to again, um, be in one room, like, yeah. Um, all worshiping how, emotional and beautiful that yeah. time will be but how even oh, that is yes. just a glimpse of heaven I'll be weeping yes. <laughs> you can catch me crying that day yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. i don't know uh, maybe yeah. this whole time maybe this whole quarantine time maybe we're just supposed to be the bride of christ you know during mm -hmm. this whole time and just i don't know i keep hearing people talk about like make the most of this time and make you know like all you know you know we're all inside during this whole time you know make Start the most of it you know whatever right i i just i just want to say you know all that stuff is great but maybe during this time we're just supposed to exist and be mm. the bride of christ and be yeah. you know whatever <laughs> i'm sorry we just get just yeah, exist just, just exist as creation I, and yes. and be who the lord has made us to be yeah what has been like stirring in your heart do you feel like there's just any specific thing you want to leave us with yeah it's a great question um i don't know i feel like i kind of touched on it before i can make another plug for something the book i read that brooke you have also just read uh, called The Hiding Place yeah. by Corey Ten Boom. Oh, uh, phenomenal read! I it's like a twelve out of ten recommendation. Wow! I yes. Is this yes. is this spurred on by Eric? Um. <laughs> so like, I I actually yes I do recall that Eric really enjoys this book. Wow. I think I actually heard. Our other friend, uh, AJ Ozanich, talk about this book. Um, so just another fellow co-worker that I, I heard. I, I, okay, I have a question. All right. Yeah. I think, am I on some different wavelength of the rest of our staff team? Is <laughs> Like, where, where are you guys getting, like, the inspiration or, like, the tip-off to read some of this stuff? I understand I'm not, like, a super reader, right? You know, everyone, everyone's reading like Christian martyr books and I'm over here playing games about truck simulation, about, about truck simulation and, like, and fallen Jedi, you know, whatever. Is there, okay. Can I be real? Is there something I'm missing here? What's going no, on? I don't think so. Don't I'm going to go. I'm going to be honest. He mentioned it in passing in a staff meeting. Okay. That's literally how I heard about it. Just okay. was like. Cool. Like I'll look into that because he really Dang liked it. it. Okay. Um, 
I, I was I was given the book The Hiding Place by my mother for my birthday because she so she like thought of it because she listened to the podcast with Eric where he talked about the story and <sighs> okay. realized that she actually already owns the book so she just decided to gift it to me but then okay. it was just total coincidence that I was reading at the same time Julia was wrapping it up I don't know I feel like there's some I'm not saying it's conspiracy you know I'm not I'm not a conspiracy guy call it the Holy Spirit Brian it's just agreement of the Holy Spirit I'm gonna call it the Holy Spirit but I feel like there's some is there like some like secret society in our staff team that I'm missing out on like is there like some promotion I'm gonna miss out on now because I haven't read this book or you know Oh, Brian, no, not that I know of. Maybe, maybe, maybe Brooke knows of something. I don't. I mean, they're just, they're just heaven points, but it's no big deal. Like, totally like, uh, yeah. I'm just out here watching. I'm rewatching Scrubs. I'm watching Seinfeld every day. I don't know. I gotta, I need yeah. you guys to pray for me. Something's, something's yeah. wrong with me. Just pray for me. <laughs> um, so Julia, funny. you were saying, <laughs> yeah, like ten minutes ago. So I was, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was talking about <laughs> the hiding place and how it's, you know, it's kind of already connected to things that I've talked about in the last forty minutes or ho- however long we've been on this. But uh, I think just realizing that, um, yeah, like Jesus uh, is like going before us and on our behalf and like we don't have to like um i don't know like run out ahead of him and try to take control like he knows what we need and Mm -hmm. i think one of the um there are actually two quotes in this book that got me i just was stuck on them for like 20 minutes where i would just read it over and over and was pondering it one of them was uh saying our wise father in heaven knows when we're going to need things don't run out ahead of him so literally that exact thing of we're not supposed to rush ahead like jesus knows when we need things and he will be providing it at the exact time we need it because he's a good father and wants wants to do that then another one um that was really good was um i know that such memories are the key not to the past to the future know that the experiences of our lives when we let god use them become the mysterious and perfect preparation for the work he will give us to do i think i when i was reading that was even reflecting on this season of life of um he can be using me even in this time to prepare me for what he'll have for me after this season um, and how he'll use what i've learned and how i've grown uh, in the last two months uh in the next two or three years. Like, I just, I know that, um, again, going back to that theme broke of what you're talking of, uh, this time isn't wasted and God doesn't waste mm, anything. And yeah. knowing that he wants to use everything in our lives for his glory, um, that we get to just be a part of that. Like loving Jesus and being a follower of Jesus is such a fun adventure. And that doesn't mean it's easy. It's not like sunshine and rainbows all the time, but get to walk closely with our creator and you know that good things will come from that because he's good uh we so summer is coming up here we're we're hitting Mm. memorial day yes and we had talked we we had texted earlier 
that yes. there's like a list of just stuff that mm. we need to do for summer. Yes. And I would summer like to, must do's. I would like to talk about that right now. I, I'm going to, yeah. I have a playlist here that's called Yacht Rock and it seems very, <laughs> it just seems very appropriate yeah. for summer. So here we go. We're playing Hollow Notes, which for the longest time I thought it was Oats from Holland. Oh, God. <laughs> so okay. we're gonna talk about what are some of like the must do's for summer for you, Julia, Brooke, and myself. I yes. I don't know. Let's just let's just go. You know, I don't have any specific rules or framework. Let's just, you know, we're just, we're just three people here shooting the breeze. Mm-hmm. What's, what's some fun stuff to do this summer? You know, yeah. what, what you got for me? Do you got anything for me, uh, Julia? Yeah. Uh, I can think of a couple things that are on my oh, summer must do list. Mm-hmm. I think the first one we had talked about earlier, uh, I just became an owner of a grill. Oh, uh, yes. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Wait, wait, wait. I want to tell me about it. I want to know. This is, this is critical. Tell me about it. It is a Weber charcoal grill. Yes. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I've used it. I got it like two weeks ago and I've used it probably four times now. And I love it. Okay. Wait, Julia. Okay. I'm here to tell you. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Listening. The, so the the um, there's a whole contingency of people who love their gas grills, okay? Mm-hmm. And I love them, and they are not wrong. <laughs> but there's a whole contingency of people who, of gas grill people who just go out, and turn it on, okay? Mm-hmm. Julia, I'm here to tell you that you are gonna get better food, better flavor, better. Mm-hmm whatever better times there there's just a, a, a component of you hanging out outside with your grill yes. that you're yes. gonna love yes okay from I your charcoal have... grill the charcoal yes, grill it, yes i have heard these things i have heard oh, these things confirmed perfect. and i already again i am i am a new New person to this uh, to this experience here. Oh, have yes. only have only done it a couple times, but I will say, I love the process of getting this oh. started. It is Julia, a good time. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is smiling down upon you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> For, yes. But, I, I know it as fact that that is happening right now <laughs> as an emissary of our Lord Jesus. That is happening yes. right now. Yes. Oh, yes. Do you yes. have like, um, oh, okay. So for me, for my, for my grill, I have like a chimney starter where I pack all my. That's what I have. Oh, Julia. <laughs> oh, you're speaking my language, lady. Oh. Yes. You okay? I'm gonna tell you right now, Julia. You are ahead of eighty percent of the people out there oh. cooking grilled oh. food outside. Oh, oh, oh. And them's are fighting oh, words. Oh, you're Lord. you're you're part of the you're part of the chosen few, Julia. Or Jesus humble me. That is, that is too much for my youngest. <laughs> 
acid are the meat. <laughs> the meat guys. Not in this case. Not in this case. <laughs> Wait. Okay. 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 Before, okay. I'm gonna back off a little bit here. Pump the brakes. Not as much gas pedal. I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> Julia, so what funny. are you making outside? I just want to know. Okay. That's all. Yes. And then we'll move on. Again, I am new to this process. Have not wilded out yet, but I've done hamburgers. I've done hot dogs. And I've done corn on the cob. It's been Oh, perfect. Great. Yeah. Your basics. They're perfect. Uh, the basics. I wanted to start out with the basics before I went too wild. Okay. But- Oh, um, all right, all right. I I know I said I promised things that I would not interject again or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, I'm here to tell you if you're using a Weber yes. with with charcoal, yes, you, you're at the point. All right, Th- these are fighting words. I'm here to I'm tell you, you're <laughs> at the so point nervous. where it doesn't come down to what you're cooking it on. the mm. The real quality and the real marksmanship comes from what you know where you getting your meat from Mm. you know Mm. like i did some steaks tonight what kind of steak are you doing you know Mm. you know Mm. the the quality of what you're putting on the grill that's the Mm -hmm. that's the tail wagging the dog you know Mm. (laughs) you know and yeah honestly if there's any anyone that i want to learn from about the grill it is you, Brininger. So oh, yeah. I okay. am I am oh. honored <laughs> you <here. laughs> And ah, I I'm excited to try more things and to, to let you know how they go. Perfect. Yeah. I um yeah. You know, I uh I don't know a ton, but I know a little bit about grilling outside, so send your questions my way. I will. Uh, uh, Brooke, what about you? What are some summer essentials? So this is really only for those who might have a river accessible to them. Uh, A calm river. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hear me out. Okay. Okay. Hearing you out. Kent is perfect for this. Like the the Portage River is perfect for this because there's one part where you can park your car at one end of the river and then you walk upstream but you got to carry an inner tube so you got to walk about i don't know half a mile or a mile or so carrying an inner tube and then there's one part of the river where you can get down into the river you sit in your inner tube and then you just float downstream back to where your car is parked Mm. and that is my summer that sounds perfect have you uh kayaking is honestly like it's great i love kayaking like People from Ohio will kayak in 40 degree weather. Like, we don't care. We love kayaking. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah. there's zero, besides walking with the inner tube and then getting in the river, there is zero effort. You're just going with the current uh-huh. and it's mm-hmm. so relaxing and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Make sure you wear your sunscreen, maybe maybe a little bit of bug spray. Yeah. But that would be that my sounds great. Too. Yeah. That sounds just amazing. Float, just got to float down the river and just take in all the sights and soak <laughs> up the warm and that sounds like enjoy. something that yeah. um if you're 21 or over i would want like a six pack of beers to take with me <laughs> i'm not carrying a six pack of beer a mile <laughs> upstream though so. oh i would i would yeah i definitely would put that past yeah. brian i would yeah. do that for yeah. you brooke and i would do that for you julia oh, oh. 
And I would make sure it's ice cold. Um, Oh, wow. Wow. You don't deserve. (laughs) Also, I, uh, that, uh, Brooke, everything you just described to me, that sounds, honestly, that sounds like a little slice of heaven. Yeah. It it really is. Yeah. It's so, it's so relaxing. If you want to really, like, Honestly, you just determine how long you want to float by how much you're willing to walk upstream. <laughs> but <laughs> you could you could legitimately float on a river for two hours if you wanted to. Uh, that does sound really nice. Yeah, does. super relaxing. Go with a few friends, and you guys all kind of like can go at a similar pace. And the the portage. I think I said portage river earlier, and that was incorrect. The Cuyahoga River runs through Kent, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So that is the only river that I have floating experience with. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you just find like a nice peaceful river nearby, I yeah, that would be my summer. My summer must do summer essential. Uh, my summer essential, I, I, I really honestly, I have a real love hate relationship with summer, like. Summer rolls around and I'm like, okay, what you doing here, Summer? Okay. <laughs> it's just so hot and um, I don't know. You guys know me. I'm a sturdy guy. Like once it gets above like 74, I start like sweating and getting just mm. kind of uncomfortable, you know, whatever. <laughs> but what has happened the last couple summers is, um, again, going back to my, going back to my wife, she has arranged somehow for concerts for us to happen over the summer. Oh, it's amazing. It's probably not going to happen this summer, but, mm. um, we did see you two when they were touring the Joshua tree album. Yeah. And that was, yes, yes, yes. I still hold on to that as just a real landmark moment in my mm. life. Um, as as one of two albums that made me want to play guitar and get good at it, and that's right. I'm still trying, but ah, uh, just seeing those guys performing that live and just, it was summer, and just mm. being around you know tens of thousands of people, which we can't do now, <laughs> but being around tens of thousands <laughs> of people who are just as into the Joshua Tree by you two as I am was just remarkable and even just like being downtown together and having like a date night slash date weekend out of it was so good and Mm. I think the summer just reminds me and makes me think of just time together as a couple and as a family and just being excited for bands and music and art and creativity and ah so good that's the upside to summer for me (laughs) let us never forget when you two downloaded their music onto every apple (laughs) Back in like 2014, maybe it was before that. Yeah, you know, know, it's not a problem if you have an Android phone. You know, it's <laughs> it's fine. I never oh. experienced any of that. So, so funny. <laughs> funny. All right, let's uh, get at, let's get out of here. What else do we have, Brooke? Uh, we um, kind of already did recommendations in a way, but as per tradition with H O and Friends podcast, we love to hear some recommendations. So. 
It can be a food you've been eating, some media you've been consuming, like a show, <laughs> music, it can be a book you've read. <laughs> um, yeah, Julia, do you have a recommendation <laughs> for us? <laughs> I was just going to say, if you're feeling bored and you want to get to places fast in a fun way, Get yourself a pair of Heelys. <laughs> you, know, you will not be disappointed. Not that you I own those or anything. No, yeah, no, no, of course uh, not. I, I'm 24 years old. Why would I have Heelys? <laughs> I started laughing before Julia finished that sentence because I know she <laughs> sure as heck does own a pair of Heelys as a 24 year old woman. I do. Honestly, it was the best decision I made during this quarantine. <laughs> it was it was great. But that would be a recommendation on a funnier note. That's fine. Um, I feel like I kind of already gave mine, guys. The yeah. hiding place. I really it's fine. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. about yep. a ten and uh, Bangkok Thai and Stowe. Go get uh, their food. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Those are my recommendations. Yeah, Brooke. Um. Gosh, I actually don't have one right now. <laughs> um, this happens. This has happened more than once. I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, what have I eaten? What have I listened to? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, okay, here it is. Nile Horn's new album. Okay. Oh, I don't wait. Uh, who is that? I don't even know. So Niall Horan was once a member of um, One Direction, oh, the uh, okay. UK boy band. Yes. I am continually blown away by the amount of musical greatness that comes out of that band. Yeah. Because like, we have, we have uh, what's the mod rock guy that just Harry dropped Styles? the hairstyle? Uh, yeah. Amazing. So His new album was so good. New album. His is great. Niall Horan's new album is great. It's like perfect summertime you've got like some some like slow bops but then you've got some like bop bops you know mm. what i mean like mm. good good summertime music good good floating down the river music you guys floating are, down the river you guys are so blessed because the analog to that for my generation was in sync and the only thing <laughs> that came out of in sync was justin timberlake which yes yeah you know all the thing all yeah. the things about justin timberlake you know whatever but <laughs> I feel like there is just far more mu- like good music that you want to yeah. listen to coming out of One Direction than than there was in Sync. Mm. And uh ah, it's amazing. It's good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, I'm liking this uh Africa by Toto going on <laughs> yeah. right now. Yes. No, I noticed that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's the True Yacht that. Rock playlist. Uh all I have for 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 our dear listeners this week is uh, so I've been kind of moving around our rooms and building a lot of Ikea furniture and, you know, whatever, all that stuff. And you know what's gotten me through building all this stuff is watching on Hulu Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you Bob's Burgers is just so good. It is. Yeah. I, I I have a hard time coming up. So. I have a hard time coming up with like any animated show that is better, but I think that does this the the series a disservice because it's better than a lot of like live acted stuff. Hmm. And uh, guys, look, I, I know a lot of you already know what Bob's Burgers is, but I'm here to tell you <laughs> that it is a family 
who is wholesome and weird and strange, and you will be able to find yourself and relate to at least one of the characters in this family of poor cooks. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so good. It's so strange and quirky. Um, but I'm here to tell you that you will relate to somebody in that cast of characters and it's so good. So that's all I got. That's a good, it's a good recommendation, Brian. You want to get us out of here, Brooke? (laughs) Yes. Um, Julia, thank you so much for being willing to come on the show and join us. And thank you for being my friend. Um, I love that. And my friend. Hey, hey. (laughs) She, she was my friend first. <laughs> Maybe, she friend, but, but she's my friend too, Brooke. Come on. I know. I know. That is so true. I was going to say that my, there is no part of my H2O experience that exists outside of knowing you, Julia Flower. Oh, we, yes. we have known each other from freshman year until now as staffers. And I just think that's really sweet. Um, yes. And special. I know it is really special. So, Thank you for being our friend. Um, we love you a lot, Julia. Yes. And thank you, listeners, for taking the time to listen to this crazy ride that we had. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you guys. We are praying for you, church. Um, mm. Thank you for being our friend. Good night.